Ladies and gentlemen, trans and non-binary punks of all ages and denominations, welcome back to another episode of Not Just a Phase. Thanks for joining us. If you're new here, let me get out these things real quick. We're online at notjustaphase.net, on Instagram and TikTok at notjustaphaseworldwide, and on Twitter at NJAPworldwide. We have a Patreon if you want to help support the expansion of our podcast and blog spot and all the other great content we continue to create for you. Today we're sitting down with some of the Hideout crew, hosting one of SoCal's most recent iconic spots, Garage Heaven as I started to call it, held a smattering of shows over the span of about two and a half years, everything from grind to hardcore to emo, and of course, Screamo. Welcome to the show and thank you so much for talking with us today. How are you doing? We're good. We're good. Tired. It's Friday. It's been a long week, but we're here. Excited to do this. Yeah, awesome. We're so happy to have you with us. And then uh, for the listeners at home, could you uh, state your names? My name is Diego. Um, I'm mainly the one that's been running the page and stuff like that. My name is Castro. I'm the guy that takes your money at the front door. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this is Diego from The Hideout. You're listening to Not Just a Face, and this is my band Pariente playing Shipbox. Usually, like to start off by asking if uh, y'all listen to like any other podcasts in your free time. Um, not really. Just like here and there, when I would um just see just random episodes of like certain bands that that I'm into, then as soon as I find out about it, then I'll start listening to it. But um. Probably only like not just a phase, and that's about it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the answer we like. <laughs> uh, I listen to some here and there, like there's podcasts I, f- I listen to. It's uh, Fun with Dumb. It's a rapper's podcast. His name is uh, Dumbfounded. Oh yeah, he's from uh, K Town. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. 
Yeah, I've been a couple of times, and then I like like Korean culture and just like artists like come from like, the, the people he brings over. It's like they're pretty cool, so like I, I like to listen to. And then there's like this drift podcast that I kind of listen to as well. Okay, cool. What's that one called? Um, Sorry, I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like drift circles. I think yeah, like circle drift. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like Dumbfound. I like. Uh, I think he has one of the guys from Year of the Ox on his podcast. Yeah, lot, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like lyrics, I love those dudes so much. They're so good at rapping. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. Um, so outside of uh, doing the music stuff with the venue and everything, what other hobbies and passions occupy your free time? Cards. Yeah, <laughs> cards. I mean, right now, if I can't see like the hideout went back to being Wicked Garage. So we have all our cars and all the tools are out and all the fucking, all the parts are scattered everywhere. So we're yeah. back to that. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much how I kind of like, it's been going like back and forth. Like we, we go to like shows together and then we got cars and we started working on cars together. And that was the main purpose of this garage was because where we lived at in the projects, like it was always just street parking and we'd be pushing our cars like twice a week just for street, <laughs> street sweeping. Yeah, fucking Wednesday nights and Thursday nights we'd have to like save parking like that morning or whatever so we could move like three dead cars, fucking a car with no engine, a car yeah. with no start and then my sister's like old project car so like We'd be putting up, we'd be pushing cards like up in little incline and shit. Jesus, fucking! I remember through, through that time I had like pretty nice calves just because we were pushing for like <laughs> yeah. almost a year straight <laughs> every week. No, and then the neighbors hated us too because we were just like steal parking for the full week. <laughs> the cars wouldn't move. Yeah, but like one day, like we were just talking like, oh, like we should get a garage, and I was looking just through Craigslist, and it was mainly just like two car garages, but yeah, most of those spots were like. You need to give them a 24-hour notice before you want to get into the property and storage only. You can't work on your car or anything like that. So I was like, all right, let me just fucking raise up our budget or whatever for the rent and then found this spot and sent a message. And the same day, we came to look at it and we're like, all right, cool. Here's a deposit. Yeah, cash in hand. Nice. It was like... Like, I remember we had just gotten the stimulus checks, and we were like, all right, what are we going to spend it on? <laughs> and then Diego, like, at 9 in the morning, sent me, like, the ad on Craigslist. He's like, hey, look at this. And I was like, I do got money in my pockets right now. <laughs> and yeah. then my sister came with us, and his brother came with us. And we all, like, all four of us went in together. So, like, everyone had their own bay and stuff. And, like, it was pretty nice. <clears throat> so, for, like, the first year of it, like, we were just doing like full car stuff. It was like every like every spa had a car in it. Mm-hmm. We were here like every weekend. We were here during the week, just like working on cars. We'd had like little barbecues and stuff like that. And then like Diego and Josh were kind of just like thinking like, well, we have the space. There's not a lot of venues right now because we we are in COVID. Yeah. So it was like, well, we have the space. What if we throw shows? You know. And that's kind of like where the idea came about. You know. Yeah, it was <clears throat> the exact date was June 12, 2021. Because um, we were celebrating Joshua's and mine's birthdays 
Yeah. His, his is on the 11th, mine is on the 15th. So we like had tarps outside, set up tables, invited friends over, but we had the middle garage door just opened up. And then we had one of our friends um, play their, like, their, um, they have like a, like a synth punk project called Nazarok. And um, everyone else, like Joshua's brothers and our friends are like, oh, it's like a cool little spot, you know, like you guys should do like actual shows. And we were thinking about it and we're like, there is a backyard back there. And we were just like, all right, well, we'll just, we'll just ask the neighbors to see if it's okay with them. But what are we going to call it? And then, like, I was just like, oh, let's just call it a hideout because it's so fucking hidden away. <laughs> and that's pretty much where the name started. And I think, like, a month later is when Josh pretty much set up the first show because he had all the connects with, like, all the older um, dudes, you know, from the DB crusting, like, all that stuff. So that yeah. was pretty much our first shows, like, a bunch of parkour, DB crust. Pretty much all the stuff that we'd be going to back in the days. Yeah, that's really sick. Do you remember any of the bands from that first show? Or? Um, Bridge Dweller. Oh shit! We have Bridge Dweller. I think one of their first shows. Yeah, that's sick. And I think Presser also. Oh wow! Yeah, one of the first couple of shows. Yeah, that we had here. That's really awesome. So, I mean, it sounds like you guys had all kind of been going to shows for a while. So, how did how did you first get into like the whole punk scene around here, like punk rock in general? Well, me personally, I was um mainly through like skate videos. That's how I got into punk. I was just um <coughs> look up songs to specific video parts and just go on go on from there and um sixth grade like second semester is when i met josh and i like, got that time i was like you know listening to like a lot of like misfits minor threat had a couple like band shirts and whatnot but josh like just saw me with a band shirt and with a skateboard in hand and he just goes up to me and just you know we just start chatting and this and that and at that time he had like a little punk band going on so from there he just like pretty much started like inviting me to like hang out with them and like these little like shows they have like after school like kind of like like talent shows or whatever yeah and um from there is pretty much where I've been like hanging out with him and then listening to some stuff as oh you know, listen to this, listen to that, like that. And then that was pretty much throughout the rest of middle school and beginning of high school was when I started doing a bit more more digging of my own. And then about tenth grade, a substitute teacher. Um that will always substitute our, our English class because um, both teachers were like really good friends. He'd see me with a band shirt and then he starts asking me questions like, oh, you know, like what bands, you know, and I just start naming some bands. He's like, oh, cool. He's like, do you have a flash drive? I was like, yeah. 
that one right here it's like cool puts a bunch of stuff on there that's pretty much where i got like a lot of like those screw dolls limpress insect warfare like hell yeah 80s 90s just grind dv crust stuff and then that same day after school i go to joshua's house we grab his brother's laptop plug in the flash drive and we just start going through every single song and then his older brother he's walking by going to his room and he's listening he overhears the the music that we have playing on and he walks back and he's like how the how the fuck do you guys know about this band like <laughs> what the hell he's like like i saw them like back in the day and shit you know yeah and we're like oh dude, i don't know some teacher just you know <laughs> put some stuff in a flash drive and um that's pretty much how like at that time in high school is when i started going to a lot more shows and the main spot then was like right now it's called desk control shop back then it was more known as e7 e7 street okay so that was the main one of the main spots back in the day very cool what about you castro um uh, <clears throat> Kind of started late with like the punk music, but I did like I remember like originally I was like I was a kind of a scenester. Okay. So, so like I remember one day like in sixth grade, someone just like hey, you should, like because I used to listen to a bunch of like like dad rock, you know, like yeah. divorce dad rock in like fucking fifth, like third grade to like early sixth grade. I used to have my little like MP3 player and shit. And then there's this girl, she's like, oh, you listen to screamo. <laughs> so and that just changed. three straight in, huh? Yeah, yeah, she was like, but the thing was, I, when you go on LimeWire at the time, you just you, you type in Screamo, you get like Asking Alexander, you get like Alessandro, you get fucking like all these other bands, you know? You yeah, know? you get a different type of Screamo, you know? Right, yeah. So I started listening to that, and I was into that for like, a really long time. And then like, I talked to Diego, and be like, you know Screamo. And he knew Screamo, just not the Screamo. Not like how you do Screamo. Yeah, <laughs> he knew, he actually knew Screamo. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah, no Screamo. He's like, oh, you know that shit, Alexander. He's like, that's not Screamo, dog. <laughs> I was like, don't worry about it. <laughs> so yeah, so I was I was like a scenester, but I didn't dress like a scenester just because it was like fucking dwight grew up and shit. Yeah, but that was like my whole like middle school and like high school, and then high schoolish. I so I started going, like kicking more Diego and like going to shows and like after high school that's when I started like really going to shows with them because I would just tag along and they'd be like hey we're gonna go to the show you want to go they're like how do you do that I think I should do so <clears throat> that's when I really started getting to shows and, and then I started searching up music for myself and then there's this YouTube account called uh, No Punks in K-Town and they just kept uploading like different uh, like albums and EPs from like all around the world so you'd be listening to like Russian punk you'd be listening to Spanish punk you'd be listening to everything you know Hell yeah. And every once in a while you'd get like older like shit that we that used to play in like South Central. Like Canada since I didn't know about them until like very later on. But Diego and Josh had seen them like live, you know? Oh shit. Like older shows. We'd actually played with them. Yeah, you see? That's sick. In in their house, in their garage. So like at the the band that we had at the time, but yeah, like like seeing them now, it's like crazy like Literally 
10 years ago. We were playing in their, in their, in their two car garage. That's so insane. So that's how I got into music. And then it was just like researching, like just like looking up bands and like branching off. It wasn't just like American punk. It was like French punk, Russian punk. It was like, yeah, different like variations of it. It was just like, it was cool. And then I just kind of like slowly like honing into what I kind of like, you know? Yeah. So it's been a barrage of like high guys. That's awesome. I've been on the internet, man. Technology, mm-hmm. get music on a thumb drive, getting to like just comb YouTube for hours at a time. Like, I don't even know if Screamo would exist like it does today without it, you know? Yeah. That's how I found out about the um, the Beastie Boys first album. Oh, the hardcore one? Yeah. Yeah, Poly, Poly Logs too. Like in seventh grade. And then the next day, I just showed all my friends and they're like, who? Like, who the fuck is this? I was like, Beastie Boys. They're like, the Beastie Boys, Beastie Boys? I was like, yeah, dude. And they're like, what the fuck? That's so And sick. like, that same, that same weekend, we like, we went to the show and then like before, you know, everyone's getting ready before we head out to the show and then boom, that's, that's the only thing they're playing the, the Beastie Boy album there. <laughs> but, yeah. That's YouTube, cool. the internet, all that shit. Yeah, that's so sick. So, like, right now at this point, what would you say, like, is that, like, the two records you feel like kind of most describe yourself or, like, your taste currently? Currently? Yeah. Yeah, just pick two. I know it's tough, but... I know y'all listen to the podcast. should have thought about this one. I did the whole week. I know. It's hard to pick two. I'll give you that. Like, I want to do more, but... For concise, like just to keep it concise, we usually go with two. Mm. Or if it make it easier, what would what are the two records you feel like that describe the hideout? Mm. It makes it harder. because yeah, <laughs> we have we have a little bit of everything come through. You know? Yeah, that's true. Well, like me personally, like some of the records that I've been like really into. And that also has like kind of like affected the way that I want to like make music as well. Yeah. Um. Jakobse, um, fuck punk rock. This is Speed Violence. Okay. And um, this band called what? Well, they don't have a name. Mm. It's just the Black Strip. Oh. Okay. But they go by, I think, Nick or Niche. It's from like, I think they're like from the Czech Republic or something. Oh shit! But on on Bandcamp, it's it's kind of like a post black metal, That's and sick. they did a a split with um I'm trying to remember with who with Old Soul. Oh, okay. Wait, like old soul from I think the East Coast, right? Mm-hmm. Oh shit, that's awesome. Released on Zigma Beach Records. Yeah, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> that one there. Oh, okay. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, they're from like the old. They're from like out east that way. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. What about you? I think currently I like Presser's like latest EP that they had dropped. Okay. That's pretty sick. And then like. 
Oh, Rack, I could just throw on any time as like Syndrome 91's um, Beto Nostalgia. Like fresh, French post punk. Okay, sick. So, like I throw that on and like yeah, I could listen to it on repeat. It's just like really good. Yeah, it's just that album that you can just sit through every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah Like start to finish. Yeah. Because yeah. like normally I have like an issue like where I can't like sit the whole thing. Because like I don't know if it's because if it just like overloads my senses. Or just like four or six songs in, like I gotta like switch up with something else. Yeah. But like this album, I just like listen to the whole thing. Yeah. That's really sick. Yeah, I like albums like that. Like the ones that just kind of click for you personally and you just you just like throw the CD or whatever in your car and just plays over and over again. You never get sick of it. Yeah, like funny about like that. I, f- I found them through like K- uh, No Points in K Town. And then I looked up on Spotify and like they were like, they weren't allowed to be streamed in, like the US for a while. Oh, uh, that's bullshit. And so, like, I guess I don't know what happened if they got like clearance or whatever, but like now you can listen to them on Spotify. It was weird. Like, like why, why, why can't you play it? They do like this weird region locking thing with that shit yeah. sometimes. I don't understand it. I think it's like licensing laws. It's or, probably that. Yeah, because they have to like go through ASCAP or something for like America. And so, like, they have a different entity in Europe. I'm just talking to my ass. No one should actually believe what I say. <laughs> I'm just, I'm. Very wildly guesstimating here, but that's what I would imagine it to be. Yeah, something like that. Um, so, I mean, y'all have been in the scene for a long time. Do you want to describe, like, how you feel about the scene right now? Like, what it's like being in L.A.? And, like, L.A.'s always been, like, a music hotspot. It's been a punk hotspot forever. So, how do you feel about the scene right now? Well, it's very diverse from yeah. what I remember. Because, like, back then, they used... It used to always just be like hardcore punk, like grind, power violence, but at the same time, that's probably the only thing I really paid atten- attention to. Yeah. So yeah. like now it's like starting to get like all these like mixed genre shows and, and, and all that. So you're exposed to a lot of more bands, you know, like, like I didn't know about like this whole like the hardcore like the the beatdown style type yeah to like a couple couple years ago and then the <laughs> more emo screamo stuff started getting way more attention now too yeah like it's a revival again yeah it's jumping around here and it's really yeah. great to see yeah because before like if you want to if you're looking for shows like that specifically it was like really hard you had to like drive out to them because no one in like central LA was playing, you know? Yeah. You had yeah. To go far. yeah. Or like just pray that someone would come through and just play like a punk show. Yeah. And one of one of the things I regret is not going to the last Comadre show out here. I'm so sorry, man. It was <laughs> sick. <laughs> the the one the one at the Che Cafe? Is that the one you mean? Or the one that I think they played in LA one, but they played in LA. I don't remember where Josh might he went. Yeah, he has. I think he has a, a fucking poster That's sick. somewhere in his room. Yeah, man, I miss that band so much, dude. I love Comandre so much. Uh, so what? Uh, what are your favorite local bands like, just from the area right now? Who do you want to give some love to? Presser. Yeah, yeah, Presser, dude. Shout out Presser. Yeah, Quiet Fury, like, dude, they're fucking good. They're so good, man. They're right. That's about to happen for them. I can feel it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The next record's really gonna fucking send them through. Well, there, there's a lot of local bands just like pretty much 
whatever bands that we've had. Yeah. yeah. Everyone who's played the hideout is bona fide. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we've kind of been like a little selective on like who, who we get on the shows. But at the same time, it's like we're kind of doing our homework, not just getting random bands on. We're like, all right, cool, let's check this band out. Yeah. But we are like, it's like, all right, cool. Maybe they'll fit in, you know, with this, at this show with this touring band like that. Instead of just like, oh, just just throwing them. Yeah, just everyone's on a bill. Yeah, get them yeah. on the bill. Let's get, you know, we just stack it up. Yeah, like, which is nothing wrong with that. But if you want to have like a vibe for your yeah, space. Yeah, like something, you want, yeah. Something more, something more intimate like that. Because even then we've had, we've had shows that. It was a mixed array. We barely had people, but the energy was all there. Yeah. Just because of the bands. Yeah. I love a mixed bill. I'm all for that shit. Yeah. So. Okay. So what's a, what's a band? What's a local band? I know the answer probably already, but what's a local band that people need to know about? Like they aren't talking about it. You guys know what's good. Like they need to hear it. Tell everyone right now. Presser. Presser, it's Presser guys. <laughs> and it's true. I've listened to Presser. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah like I checked their Instagram recently. Like they're even just like around 15, 1600 like followers, but I'm like, dude, like even like every every show that I've seen them at Church of Fun, I went to their um the show they did also with World Peace and um at the print shop. Yeah. Like everyone was just fucking going wild. And at Church of Fun, like everyone like in the crowd was just like press sir, press sir, like I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like yeah, even like that house show, they, they didn't promote it. That show got pretty oh, good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how was that? I know there was Presser and like a couple other bands, right? And then like one or two touring bands? It was like a, it was like a little, a little fest thing. Like a, fuck, I don't even remember. It was like six, seven bands, like that. Damn. Yeah, it was like seven. Pomona, seven. that's crazy. I'm surprised yeah. it, did it, it didn't get shut down or anything. No, no. that's, a, that's <laughs> fucking crazy because like, that shows like right, like the house is right off like the street on the corner. Oh shit! And like it's not like sealed in or anything. Like it's like the fucking dividing fence, and the street's right there. Yeah, yeah. And the bands are up against the fence. It's like <laughs> we were like we were working a merch table for pressure that day, just because like fucking like help them all out. Let them just chill, you know. Yeah. And then like you could see from where we were sitting at or standing at, you could see like the street view, and I was just waiting for the show to get like canceled or something, you know? Yeah. Fucking like cops roll, roll up or something. Yeah, they get go home, you know. For Some white lady with a dog. Yeah, yeah, but no, like that show like ran pretty smoothly from until until we left. But I mean, yeah, no, they bring like a really like great energy. You know, any show they play at, they give it their all, and you just fucking bring the noise. You know? Oh yeah. All right, guys, listen to Presser. They're on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. Presser mm-hmm. on Spotify. Buy their shit on Bandcamp. You know yeah. it's good. Hell yeah. And if you're out by like a little more up north, they're doing a tour actually That's later sick. on later on this month. Thing like the twentieth to the twenty fourth, okay, sep- September. So they're hitting up Reno, I think Portland, and then Vegas, and then two shows down here in like San Bernardino and um, Long Beach. Okay, cool. That's sick. All right. Um, so like a little bit more about y'all and like your outside interests not directly related to the hideout, but like maybe musically, I know that uh, Diego, you have a band that you're 
in right now. Do you guys want to talk about like your musical side projects if you have any? Yeah. Well, um, the only one I'm involved in is Pariente. Um, we're going on a bit of a hiatus just because a uh, drummer vocalist, well, guitarist vocalist, he's moving to Texas soon. But um, we still have like a couple songs that we just want to record at least to like have them and then release them. Yeah. Okay. But either way, I'm. <laughs> Thank you. Either way, I'm like expecting him to just one day message us like, "Hey, dude, I'm bored out here. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna fly out there for like you know a week or two or something like that." Yeah. So like, I'm like, "All right, cool. Boom. Let's just get some shows going on or something. You know, just have some yeah. fun." But yeah, I've also been like considering starting new projects just because um I might want to start maybe like a solo thing or like. Just like a bass and drum thing, but maybe have like guest drummers. Okay. For like different songs like that. That would be sick. And um, I've been trying to like maybe get some sort of like straight edge fast chord type type of band, but honestly, I only know like one other straight edge person. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, maybe I'll have to do that thing on my own too. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just been like playing my bass trying to come up with whatever you know nothing nothing really like set on like just straight up hardcore like i jump around with, with genres i've messed around with like you know trying to make more like post-punk okay songs as well you know so it's just whatever whatever i'm feeling i just record it and then i get back to it to a, another day try to like come up with guitars or like just think of you know some sort of like drum line to it too yeah okay so some works in progress it sounds promising about you castro are you interested in doing music at all or you kind of just like being on the other side of that i'm not really musically inclined like i can't i, I did marching man for like three years in high school okay and i barely got by there okay like i could read like she music like kind of shitty now because i haven't practiced in a while but like like me and Diego did marching man what did you play in marching band? I did like percussion and shit. Okay. Like drums and stuff like that. I mean, you know, you never know. You yeah. get to pick it back up, who knows, right? Yeah, yeah. You're a drum kid now, so. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You ever see uh, Algae Bloom, like videos of them? Like the drummer stands up and he just plays like, because it's like a three piece kid. You don't yeah. even need, you don't even need to get oh, that test. That's that drumming, that's that yeah. drum line shit, you know? Yeah, no, nah, I think right now it's like, I wish I, have, I always have like a film camera with me. Just because I like, like, just simple photos, you know? Yeah. But I've been doing that a lot lately, especially with the shows we, we've thrown. I've captured, like, some cool moments like, where I'm not working the door right now. Yeah. I, I skate for a little bit, and I take my camera with me, and we take photos of, like, especially the traveling bands that come through and stuff like that, just because it's, like, when else are you going to see them again, you know? Yeah. Or I mean, documenting those memories is so important, too. Yeah, like, well, we had a bunch of photos printed out. Like, we have a little, like, thing hanging back there where it's, like, Traveling bands have come through, like, just the friends, you know? Yeah. Like that. Oh, yeah, I see Piper up there. Yeah. Shout out Roman Candle. Shout out Roman Candle. That was our first show that would play with us. Oh, shit, yeah. And that was, like, maybe 24 people. Yeah. yeah. That one was, like, a really intimate show. That was, that was a really, like, fun show for us, even though it was, like, kind of small. Yeah. And it was, like, two festivals going on that day. It was, like, sprinkling. It was, like, a whole lot of things. But, like, they brought the energy. People, like, responded to that, you know? 
I think that was actually the first show I saw here was that yeah. Roman Candle show, yeah. Because I remember everything was usually outside. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was actually our first inside show too. Yeah. You guys like, yeah, we're moving everything inside since it's kind of raining. And I was like, oh, but then, goddamn, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go figure, right? Yeah. So now I've been doing a lot of, like photography. It's not the best because it's just like a simple point and shoot, but I think. A lot of the photos that come out are pretty nice. I think they look really cool. It's got like a stateliness to it. Like it's very much like the moment. Yeah. So people take pictures and you can kind of see, it feels like there's... Like like set up in a way. Yeah, set up. And like also like something's like kind of happening in a way that doesn't really feel like the photo is the focal point of what's happening. But a lot of your stuff feels very like everyone's present while it's happening. Yeah. Yeah, so I've been doing that. Like I started a whole like separate Instagram just to do that. Plug it. Oh. Uh, wkd.left.nipple. There you go. Okay, nipple. <laughs> <laughs> nipple. And I used to have a different account, but that one got like banned for like the means I don't put on the stories. <laughs> I got too many strikes for those. But yeah, no, it's like that one's been more like a lot of like the sh- the bands that we, the shows we do, like bands that have come through, but it's just like been personal. So it catches a lot of like me, Diego, and Josh, and we're out about. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. It gives an intimacy to everything, too. Mm-hmm. And then something to look back on. Because not everything gets filmed. Not everything gets yeah. photographed all the time. Or sometimes it's just the bands while they're playing. It's not, like, just people being at the show. Yeah, because sometimes you forget that the bands are people, you know? Yeah. You you just see them, like, if you're seeing on, on the Instagram or YouTube or whatever, you just see, like, them on set, on stage, but you don't get to see them, like, behind the scene, you know? Yeah. And that's why I think made the hideout special because we had this like little lounge area for the bands to just relax it either pregame before the set or like just unwind after they put, you know? Yeah. It's like a green room but everybody can hang out. Man. Yeah, yeah, you you stay able to talk to them, you know, they're not like put away in a closet, you know, where you yeah. can't touch them. Or here it's like you're coming into that same door while they're hanging out, you know. Yeah. If you want to talk to them, you can talk to them. Yeah. I mean that was my favorite thing about the hideout, was just everything felt not like intimate in a way that it's like really like kind of close but like intimate in a way that every everyone was ready to talk to anyone who came through that door yeah, or like yeah, was yeah. next to each other i had some wild fucking conversations with the most random people <laughs> shout out bob i don't know if you listen to this podcast but you were crazy as hell bro i hope you're doing good <laughs> <coughs> um so now that i mean you know uh for those of you who are listening who don't know much about what's going on out here the hideout is not doing shows right now unfortunately um do you want to talk a little bit about kind of what kind of happened what led up to all that uh, Dissociate got to shut down. Nah, <laughs> nah <I'm sorry. laughs> No. Thanks, Donovan. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, thanks to the the Vegas connection. <laughs> uh, uh, no. Um, we were playing our next shows. We were, we were going to have, like, live from Texas come through, and, like, we were setting up that show. And then Diego got an email saying that we found out what you guys have been doing with the spot. It's uh, not what you agreed to on the contract lease. So basically, if you do another show, you're evicted. And it came kind of like a a time where we were just like throwing shows back to back to back because it's yeah. the summer, you know. You gotta have fun, but I think the neighbors kind of just got tired of like the constant noise, you know. Yeah. Which I understand. Um, yeah. Makes sense. I mean, the fact that you got away with it for as long as you did. It's like, yeah, that's also yeah. what surprised me. The f- I always thought we were like, we were gonna get shut down like after every show, yeah. just because of like how crazy like shows got. Like, I didn't think we would, we would make it past that blind girl show we had here. That show oh, was fucking man. crazy. Like that show was fucking 
crazy, dude. It cool. was packed up and uh, it was packed up the ass in there. People would come out drenched in sweat. Like mm-hmm. the third door got kicked in and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like I thought that show was a show to get a shut down, and no, nothing happened. We just, so we just kept doing shows. Yeah, but like at the same time too, we were already like thinking like, all right, maybe we'll we'll find another spot. And now it's kind of like, all right, cool. We, we have, we have to find yeah. another spot. Yeah, yeah, because we had already we had already talked about it. Even like before we had re- renewed the lease, we had we had already been like talking about like new spot, like let's find somewhere else. But it's it's just we didn't we didn't find anywhere that was like similar to this, you know, the same yeah. environment. Yeah, because most spots were like way out of the area and whatever is in the area is either gonna get you know taken quick because other people are gonna jump on it for whatever other reason or it's expensive yeah so it's like some spots are even asking like two months plus a deposit yeah it's like first last like two months on top of that so it's like it's not even worth it at that point. Huh? I mean, I get it if it's for like a business like use. Yeah. Cool, but like for what we do, where we just throw like shows, it's not like really feasible for us, you know. Especially since we were pretty much like nonprofit. Yeah. Yeah, that was the other thing yeah. I really liked about the space. You guys basically ran everything out of your own pockets. It was never really about like getting yourselves paid or anything. Because there yeah. are venues here. I've been. I like you know. I've seen spaces that are like, oh yeah, we're a DIY spot, and then there's like, oh by the way, we need three hundred dollars at the door. And it's like, yeah, nah, yeah. dude, just like, and that, and that's like a pretty nice deal too, because we we went to a show and we talked to the bands like right after, and we when we found out like what the venue cut was, and then what they got after, that was like, like really heartbreaking, just because yeah. we got gouged like at least half of the whatever was brought was brought to the door on the spot. Like, that's so fucked, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and and it's always been too like since the beginning we've always like pay the bands like the local bands were like you know because you know I was in a band playing shows driving out and all this yeah and like we, all right cool you know we need some gas money yeah it's always like you feel kind of bad just having to ask for it so we'd always be like all right just you know them what we can if we could give them more then let's give them more yeah, yeah. and they've always been like like are you sure i was yeah. like yeah your ticket like, I'll, I'll give it to the touring band i was like well go buy their merch or something you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's here's some spending money yeah yeah that's sort of like like they also like we've been to shows and they've played at shows where like they've come out of the hand you know they've you don't get paid, and then you're just like, fuck, you know? So at least with us, it's like local bands, at least get something after you, you know? Yeah. And then touring bands, a lot of them were like, oh, shit, we're getting this much, you know? Because at other venues, like, they were barely getting shit, you know? Yeah. And here it's like, well, we know, like, you're traveling now. You're trying to make it to the next stop, you know? Even if we didn't have a big turnout, like, this is what we got. Like, take it, you know? Yeah. Which is really special. And something you really just do not see, like, at all. Yeah. Especially, like, out in L.A. Where yeah, folks yeah. trying to make a buck. And one way or another and yeah and they're like after like 2021 22 there's a bunch more like venues opening up but yeah. they were just because they were like trying to make money on the quick you know yeah because they're like oh everything's opening up like bands yeah. will be back like we can make some cash real quick mm-hmm. yeah so it's like i think that's what like separates from other spots though we are kind of farther away from like the main center mm-hmm. um we we were for like the people you know yeah in a way. 
I mean, one of my one of the things that I knew that I really made really established how much I love this place was that you guys always gave out free water. Yeah, and like yeah. so many places will charge for water, or they'll give you a tiny cup of tap water or something. You guys are just dumping water bottles into that freezer over there, just telling anyone who needed it or wanted it or whatever, like whether they drank it or not, to just take it. Like that's how you know you care about the people that come yeah, to your yeah. shows as well as the bands. Yeah, because even then, bands had like free beer, free drinks. We had snacks from everything, yeah. Because we want them, we want them to be relaxed. You know, it's like for them not to, for them not to feel like work, yeah. Yeah. For yeah. them to feel like hey, we're hanging out and like we might play later on, yeah. Yeah. Or it's like really chill here. Yeah, make it feel like they're like a house show in their town. Yeah. Except yeah, they're yeah. on tour, which is even nicer, you know. Yeah. That's what we heard a lot too. Is like they that know their spot even in their hometown city like us, where like they got like free accommodation or even like where they play at like bars. Bars aren't give you like maybe a drink or two voucher. Yeah, and sometimes you don't get shit, you know. You yeah, pay for it. We'll give you like maybe a discount. Yeah, like a wristband or something, which is like, come on, man. I know beer's not that expensive. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know you're selling Rolling Rocks. No. I know, right? I know Rolling Rocks are like 50 cents. Like, come on, what's up with that Marco? Yeah, $6 for a Rolling Rock. Yeah. So I know you talked a little bit about like maybe getting a new space together. Like going forward, do you think that that's something that feels like really feasible to happen in the next year? Or like you kind of are really just playing it by ear? Um, for sure within the next year, yeah. Yeah. Because um, either way, we've already like, kind of set a goal where I, or I will at least try to get something by this date but we're still trying to do stuff right now so like we're trying to design some like some t-shirts some merch stuff get that going on and we haven't posted about this but we are going to be doing like a compilation team okay so we wow. have 12 bands confirmed already oh hell yeah um screamo grind hardcore oh yeah big mix so right now it's just like all right designing designing the j cards um and trying to get like a little bit of info on every band because every band that's on that comp is a band that has played out our space yeah so that way it's like a, a little more like a little more intimate so it's like all right you know here's this band here's a little info about them this is you know 
if they want to throw on like their lyrics too, throw their lyrics on there, on the on the inside of the J card, but also just make it like like all the homies are contributing. Yeah. So that way it feels you know like it's like all right you know let's just get someone else to design our artwork. We're like no let's let's have you know the homie they do design work or you know our other friend they they draw you yeah. know like it's it's their hobby they do it you know from time to time but it's like you know you want to draw something for this yeah yeah so just have like everyone involved like that that's awesome yeah why in community man that's what mm-hmm. it's all about all right cool do you know when that might come out or is it still like kind of in progress so it's in progress right now so there's these upcoming weeks the bands are going to be sending their stuff over okay so uh, at the same time we're working on the j cards and all that so once we have all that done it's just picking out a color for the tapes (laughs) you want to give us a little preview on who it's coming out through are you guys doing it yourselves or um we might do it ourselves but we all i mean we might try to like get help I've reached out to No Funeral. Nasty Nate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, uh, he came out like in June for a show, yeah. which wasn't planned, but when we met him at ZBR Fest, he was like, I really want to go to a show at the hideout. I was like, all right, we'll make one happen. Hell yeah. You know? yeah. But yeah, that way too, because it's like, uh, you know, like, He's actually been at our space. He's witnessed the show, so if, yeah. you know, if he's down, you know, help, I'm sure he's down to like contribute and all that. I've already talked to him. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's like all this is like very new to us. So I'm like, all right, I gotta be like pretty detailed on the stuff. I don't want just yeah. want to like let anything just you know fly over our heads or anything. Like yeah, that. just throw it out randomly. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's good. It's good to be meticulous. It's all the better for it, I'd say. Yeah, I met Nate at that show actually. Yeah. And that was yeah. <laughs> so fucking funny, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the King of Kitchener, baby. Yeah. Um I just wanna say this on the record, when Diego says we, it, it's really just him. <laughs> He's the one that's like spearheading all this, you know. I'm just like, sure, I got money, let's do it, you know. Yeah, I pitched but, I pitched them the ideas and they're like, Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, like Diego like we, we, what, do you gotta, what do you gotta understand about the hideout is that Diego is like really the forefront of it. He is the person you talk to online, but he's also the person that's talking to bands. He's also like the one that's going to shows, communicating with them, you know? He's the one that's really doing it. Yeah. I'm just here to help out, you know? But Diego's really the one that's like spearheading everything. He's the one that, he's the one you talk to on Instagram. He's the one that like you talk to when you're here, you know? He's the one that like, hey, I got a band. I'll send us something up. Like, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll throw you on. So it's like Diego's like the forefront, the brains, and like everything that happens at the hideout, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been like, like I've, I've mentioned this before to like a couple other people, and like I I was pretty much like antisocial, like all throughout high school. And I was like pretty much like this last year and a half, I've been the most social I've been the previous 10 years before that. Yeah. Just because, like, it all started pretty much at ZBR Fest 2022. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, after every set, the bands that I really enjoyed, I was just like, 
if you're ever in the west coast yeah. hit us up and yeah. that's how we got in contact with masanera because they were like oh we're actually going out there like in two months <laughs> i was like what the fuck and um they're like yeah but um quiet fear was the one setting up the shows so like five minutes after our conversation i just emailed them immediately <laughs> i was like i'm right here right now with masanera and they mentioned the west coast tour if you don't have a space you know for la if you need a space then just give us a yes or a no like we we have it if y'all are down check out our page and um we have like pictures there of like past shows and whatnot and then just let us know and later on that week it got confirmed and from there it's kind of how we've been getting like a lot of the screamo stuff because we had that and then um before that show but i think like a week or two lagrimas had also like reached out to us um to ask if we could host the show for Ostraca and Nuevo Lascura. Yeah. So then we had that. And then from there, the next ones were, you know, Roman Candle and Desoci. And I saw Roman Candle in, in Vegas when I was out there for um, the SEMA Auto Show. First week of November. It was super random. Like I was, I went there to the Jerome's Dream and Piano show because yeah. I bought my ticket for LA, but I was in Vegas and I was like, fuck, dude, like, all right, let me check if they have a show in Vegas. And I was like, all right, cool, they do. Bought my ticket. I didn't look at the lineup or anything. I just like bought it, boom, boom, boom. It's Friday night, cool. I went Friday night and saw the first band and then they were the second band that, that played and I was just immediately like blown away and I was just like, okay, what's your Instagram? And yeah. then when can you pay, you know, out here in, in the LA area? Yeah, 100%. And definitely, like, the Roman Candle hideout connection has always felt very strong. And, like, because yeah. that Drums Dream Show was, like, I think, what, their second or third time second show like ever show. playing a show? Yeah. And so, like, there's they were a young band doing, like, a lot of really cool shit real fast. Yeah. yeah. I was, like, I was, like, doing crunching the numbers of their their followers and stuff and like <laughs> at that show they were like sub 600 followers yeah like not even a year later now and they're like fucking and i've had i've had a couple of friends be like oh like you guys did that and I was like, oh, a little bit a little <laughs> bit like we we got them out here yeah, yeah. we got them to, got yeah. them to come to california Nah. After that, it's them, you know. It's their talent. It's yeah. what they bring out. It's the energy they bring out. Oh, yeah. Every show they, they play, they, they they get better, dude. And I told them because even then, like after they played here, we we went up there for New Year's to kick it with them. And even then, like that show they played, it was better than that when they had played here, you know. Yeah. So every show they just kept getting better. Yeah, they just seem like an unstoppable force. Like it's really wild. I'm really hyped to hear whatever new shit they got cooking too. So we heard gonna, some of that shit too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's tasty. It's gonna be good. Oh yeah, I'm hoping. I, I honestly, if they do an album release, I'd be, I, I might go out there because I think it'd be worth it to hear it like the yeah. first time, like in Vegas, and mm -hmm. see how the Vegas scene responds to it. Because you were telling me a little bit earlier off mic about how like crazy those kids go over there, yeah. just in general. Yeah. 
So I'm I'm down to see it. Yeah, because the scene is, I mean, compared to LA, the scene is small, but it's like super tight. Because yeah, if there's a show like fucking everyone shows up. Yeah. yeah, they're all they have out there. Kind of whereas LA, everybody kind of has like you got choices, you got options. Yeah, yeah. But okay, very sick. So I'm gonna have a, a hard question, and then you know, if you don't want to answer, you don't have to, but. You gotta pick like your favorite show that happened here. What was your favorite show? Oh. It's okay to hurt some feelings. People understand. You can't see this at home, but there's like some hard thinking going on right now. <laughs> yeah, this gonna be pretty pretty difficult. Um. I mean, like, there's a couple, but for, like, different reasons. But, like... I got my overall one. Yeah? Which one? Was that Blind Girl show? Yeah, that's fair. But just because we had, like, it was, like, really personal to us. We had Quiet Fear, right? Yeah. Who at some point kind of became, like, a house band just because we kept buying them over and over. <laughs> yeah. Then we had Roman Carroll just because we have so much love for them, you know? Yeah. Blind Girls from Australia came down. You know, and it was just a wild show the whole time, you know? Yeah, that fucking was so much fucking fun. Seeing just how much love, like, Quiet Free had gotten, and people who didn't know about them who now found out about them through that show, it was just crazy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, that one was our most successful show, like, our craziest one, too. Yeah. But I'm going to have to go with another one. With the first show that we had in the year in February, um, Nubula Scura, Roman Candle, Quiet Fear, Shara, and Namirs. Yeah. Just because, like, Shara, Shara. That, one, that one was like the first show where, like, we got like a really good turnout. Yeah. And it was a Thursday night, too. So. That was a crazy lineup, though. Like, yeah, that's yeah. Like some shit. Right that there. and it ran like really well on time too. Yeah, it no was like time. yeah, yeah. And that um, was like funny because it was a Thursday show and like we weren't like stressing about time because normally we're like fuck, we're like thirty minutes behind. We're like yeah, the kind of slow to set up, you know. But that show was just like quick, you know. Yeah. We just banged it out. Yeah, and then shout out Alex from Shut Eye. He shaved his head like right oh, after yeah. the show, <laughs> right in the middle. And he had asked us, like, hey, can we shave my head? And I was like, oh, yeah, cool, whatever, fuck you know. Like, thinking he was just fucking around. Yeah. We laughed, we started cleaning up, and we come back inside, and he was, like, halfway through, like, shaving his head. <laughs> but, yeah. And, Shout um, out Alex. No, yeah, and, um, also, too, like, it was, like, it was, like, not even 11 p.m. It was probably, like, 10, 10.30, and the show was already done, yeah. and we were, like, starting to pack up, and then I was talking to uh, Erica, Manu Lascura. And, like, she was, like, telling me how, like, our space reminded her of Bridgetown. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, the whole the whole DIY aspect, like, running on time, like, just being so, like, efficient and, like, and, like, just, like, very, um, kind of, like, like, a, like, a homey vibe, just, like, everyone's you know like cool with each other like there's nothing went wrong and then i was like yeah. shout out bridgetown yeah, yeah. r.i.p bridgetown we miss R. you r.i.p 
Mm-hmm. I've been vis- visiting there, like some old sets mm-hmm. on YouTube. Trying to remember if I was at that show. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw, um, you know, that page on Instagram, Screamo Miscellany. Mm-hmm. They just posted a Sednan Satyata shit oh, from yeah, there that's like right. yesterday. And I was trying to be like, was I at that show? Was that- I don't remember if I was there, but I remember that tour. But yeah, man, they had so many cool bands. Punch played there one time. Yeah. Like Dangers, that Dangerous show they played there. They oh had, my God. I had seen a post where it was Graf Warlock and Dangers. I think it was another page. Hmm. I think it's run by Daniel. Oh yeah, the Do It Yourself sixty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I love like dude. That's I, such a trip seeing all those photos and stuff. And I think I gotta I gotta look at the exact post right now. <coughs> like he mentioned, I think Fisher playing that show too. The one at uh Bridgetown? Yeah. Did you ever go to Bridgetown, Castro? Oh, no. No. They have room for me in the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fissure played that show too. Fissure, Fissure was like the band. Yeah. yeah. I still go back to that EP sometimes. Yeah. That's so fucking good. Man. Yeah. Shout out, Bridgetown. We miss you. R.I.P. R.I.P. These kids will never know. Dude, they won't. They'll just have the footage. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's the same thing for, like... I remember when I saw that, like, show with, like, Roman Candle and the Vosphira, Namir's... I remember thinking, like, kids are going to be complaining that they didn't get to see this show in, like, 10 years. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a lot of those, actually. Like, Ostraka playing in your backyard, like, Masanera playing, like, all those. So, yeah. If, if y'all were here, shout out to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Was there ever like a band that you really wanted to come play that like it almost kind of happened, but maybe it didn't? Well, there's a couple bands that have told us all. We won't be out there till like next year or yeah. you know, later on next year. So I'm like, all right, cool. We'll wait around. But um, damn. I was trying to get Army Wives. Fuck. I don't even know what they're doing right now. Well, I talk. I like. I bug them every now and again on Twitter, and I'm like, <laughs> hey, what's what's happening? Somebody say something. <laughs> And they, I heard, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not, I don't think they care, but like, uh, they said that they were recording this year. So hopefully next year that means something's happening. But Yeah, yeah, because I, I think, like from when I first messaged them last year, they have members in, in different states. So that's that's one of the, the things there too. Yeah. So it was just like, you know, them finding, finding the time. And I was like, well... We'll be here, but now it's like, all right, we'll just hit yeah, us up when we have wait. A Yeah, just wait, wait a little more. Book your tour like further in the year next year. Yeah, yeah don't don't call out yet, please. Yeah, <laughs> I remember I had hit up Scout like right, right when they had released their new album. Oh shit, yeah. And then they told me they were busy, and then Diego hit them up again, and then they were doing like some little tour or something. So per their contract, they couldn't do outside shows. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that might still be in the works. 
when we get a new spot. But anyway. Okay. Oh. Sogo. Oh, fuck me, man. God damn. Sogo. When was that? Was, well, it was always like trying to find their schedule, like when they had a show out here. Yeah. But. I mean, yeah, they've been doing like hello, hello tours, so it's like they played Coachella, yeah, super, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's super, yeah. I was telling them like, oh, I swing by the next Do day, a secret like, show. yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, literally, I was like, if we set something up, then it's gonna be a secret show. Like, we won't even, be we'll announce the show, but like, even if if we were to like have them or like any other like bigger band like that, like we wouldn't announce that band until like. Two hours before, yeah, type deal. That'd be chaos. Yeah, that would. Yeah, that would be like, oh, you know, that's like the last show. No, no fucking, no fucking pre-sale, you know. Just yeah, show up at the door. Max capacity until you fit, you know. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Just throw them all in there. No, like, yeah, like, because I had, I had heard them like, this was like back in like, twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, and I heard them on um. The radio on KXLU. Oh shit! On um, I'm trying to remember the program name. Wow, I'm blanking out. It's on on Fridays. It's on um. It's not that one that's like uh the 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 hour becomes eclectic or something like that. No, it's a demo listen. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that would be like a lot of like punk and like hardcore and just like underground underground stuff. But like I had I had listened to them and I was like on um, you know I was like what the fuck? Like hey hey Siri, what song is this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was like I have to I have to figure out what this band is and then I wasn't able to get a chance to see them until they came out here to when they first got on um epitaph Ep- epitaph yeah which was i want to say a little over a year almost two years ago because they played a show with him that i soon so we see that yeah so like we all we all went to that show because i was like dude we have we have to fucking see them that's fucking crazy Damn. Um, so a lot of bands are doing reunions and stuff right now, but is there one band that like hasn't gotten back together that you guys really wish you could see? Mm. Uh, I'm gonna go back to like my sincere days. Yeah, throw it back, dude. Yeah, I wrestled a bear once. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> that probably won't happen. Spirit Box take out, took off pretty hard. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that but I remember be- it's funny because I had some like some fucking like TikTok video of one of their sets. Yeah, and people are in, didn't know she had vocals like that. So yeah. all you see in the comments like. Oh, since when can't she do that? And I was like, dude, like, I was still bear once. Like, yeah, like, go, 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 go visit it, dude. Yeah, like, is there no other shit? That's fucking crazy. Yeah, that would be really sick. That early era, too, when yeah. they were doing, like, that really crazy, gnarly, like, almost, like, Horse the Band-style shit. That's actually the first time. I didn't know what the movie Clerks was until I heard that movie clip. Because they have that one song where he's like, try not to suck any dicks on the way to the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is that from? And that's how I've seen Clerks. <laughs> Ah, oh, for me, 
The hardcore in me wants to say DS13. Okay. And then... That's a throwback. And then the screen side of me wants to see Yarrow Haikus. We were pretty close. We were so close. Can't believe fucking... And then nothing came after everything. I don't know. That sucks so much. Yeah. I, I would be on board with that, too. I'm like, I'm like, all right, maybe, maybe I could, I could try to do something, because I think the two of the members are in um, L. Yeah. And then their third member, the drummer, Daniel, he's out here. Yeah. So uh, I'm like, okay, maybe just try to do a little, little sweet talk. A little, little quick. Uh, that would be two hours before show too. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, that should be off. Whereas, like, hey, like, once we have a space with, like, balls in your chords, whenever yeah. you guys want to do something. Yeah. That would be fucking sick. Goddamn. Maybe one day. Mm-hmm. Everyone hold out hope. Um, so as we wind down, we have a few kind of fun questions we like to ask. Uh, what's the most illegal or dangerous thing you've ever done in your life that you feel comfortable saying on a recorded podcast? Mm-hmm. I have a couple. Yeah, you got a couple. <laughs> <laughs> now you're telling me you got some in the bank from earlier. <laughs> yeah. So I was supposed to get a ZBR first with Dio last year, but uh, I got a DUI and they took my only like my only legal like form of ID. Oh, sure. So I couldn't get on a plane with them. Yeah, and you can't get another one for a while. I think yeah, it takes. I think like the period for me to get like the the, the ID was like cutting it really close. So I just ended up getting like I had the ticket and we had the Airbnb and. Just fucking, you know, I lost it because I got a little too, too silly on the freeway. Yeah. Don't drink and drive, kids. Definitely don't drink and drive. It'll, it'll mess you up. Yeah, dude, that's that was like a $15,000 joke right there. Fuck. Yeah, no, it's not cheap, dude. I'm yeah. still paying for this shit because I'm still doing, like, the mandatory court steps. Yeah. And that shit sucks. Yeah, it sounds like it's fucking yeah. blows. For me... I don't know, nothing, nothing too crazy. Don't lie to you. Well, I mean, I have a motorcycle. I will, I have a sports bike. Okay. But even on my, on that, I'm not, I'm not like one of those typical. You know, like the daredevil type. Nah, dude. Like I, the only time like I actually try to like go for like a high high speed run or whatever, I was like, I was like, all right, let me make sure I'm. All by myself. There's no one around me. Right. Freeway Z. I was like, all right, cool. And I hit like 142. Okay. That's pretty fast. Especially on a bike. On a bike, like just a helmet, no gear, a sweater, like no oh, no, no shit, padding, dude. nothing like that. Yeah, okay. That's dangerous as hell. But um, another one, it's, it's more of a funny story. But at the time, it was with my... First car, I had this older '88 RX-7 convertible. So it's a two-seater. It's a two-seater, but my brother and my friend, we went to like just a little car. We just hang out, eat some food, whatever. Yeah. So it's my friend sitting shotgun, and then my brother. I just like throw him in the back, and there's like no seat, so he's just kind of like, <laughs> just kind of like back there. Yeah. 
Just like and, hunched over. Yeah, just like hunched over. And um, we're leaving. There's like a bunch of cars leaving, but my car is the loudest because the whole oh. exhaust is aftermarket. Oh, shit. So, yeah, I'm just like polluting the fucking earth. And um, cop just pulls up right behind me. Oh, fuck. And I'm like, ah. I turn the left. He turns the left. He lights me up. Pulls me over. And he's like, oh, you know what? I pulled you over. And I'm like, I don't know. Do my exhaust. And he's like, yeah, the exhaust. My car's too low. And then he was going to give my brother a ticket for having no seatbelt. And then he was probably going to stay ref me, do all this shit. Goddamn. I was like, fuck, dude, I'm fucked. And then he goes back to his squad car, comes back to me, and he's like, all right, you're good to go. And I was like, okay, cool. I waited for him to fucking pass me. I waited like two minutes. And I tell my friend and my brother, I was like, all right, cool. Let's get the fuck out of here. I just want to go home. <laughs> Holy shit. So I was taking the, the 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 side streets to get to the main street. Yeah. And um, as I'm passing by, I see the same cop. No. He has someone else handcuffed, but I'm like driving my car and I'm just passing by and the exhaust is loud. So the exhaust just sets off the alarm <laughs> right next to them where he's arresting the guy like right next to him. And I'm looking in my mirrors like, oh, fuck, please don't look my way. <laughs> I was like, fuck, like, this will let me go. And I just like come by and did a flyby next to him. Dude. Do a little fucking flyby. And I was like, fuck. That's fucking hilarious, dude. Okay, so assuming you're not a pacifist. If there's one person that you could punch in the face as hard as you fucking can and nothing bad happens to you after you do it, who would it be and why? That governor from Texas. Who? The governor from oh, Texas. Oh, um, Cruz? Or no, no. Abbott? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that guy sucks. Yeah, he fucking sucks. Yeah, that's a good one. Is you know he'd crumple like tissue paper too. Yeah, is he that a wheelchair too? Or oh or shit, like- is he? Last, last I, I think I seen a photo of him in a wheelchair too. But I, I don't think he's like fully like impaired. I think it was just for the moment. Oh, okay. But I still swing at that phone. Yeah. Hey, man. Equal opportunity. No discrimination. Equal hands are on here. That's what I'm yeah. saying, man. Diversity and equity means everybody gets the hands. Uh, only one person. Only one person. <laughs> but you really get to you really get to fucking lay them out. Lay them. There's actually a lot of politicians on the swing yeah. 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 Right? It's hard to pick sometimes. A lot popular lately has been DeSantis. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'd, I'd almost feel bad hitting that dude in the face. He seems like such a bitch. No, he just fucked himself forward from that, for that law he passed in, in Florida about like the whole immigration thing. Oh, yeah. Thing. Everyone fucking left the state. Yeah. And, like, yeah no that, work's getting done, right? Yeah, his whole shit tank because the, their revenue, like, for like e-commerce and all that, just like commerce and jobs just fucking drop because no one's like booking like hotels with the no one's in your shit in Florida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking idiot. I kind of want to say the guy that broke my glasses at 
fucking summon fairy. <laughs> 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 That's valid too. I had to fucking buy new ones. <laughs> what an asshole. I was Sound of Fury, by the way. You guys saw Ceremony, right? Yeah. Yeah, fuck both of you. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you feel better. I fucked up my leg. That, that, that makes me feel worse. I'm sorry. <laughs> now I feel bad for saying fuck you. Sorry. No, it was good, though. Like, up to there, it was like, we were good. Yeah. I fucked up my leg, like, during the run set, like, really early on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh shit. Yeah, I ended up fucking up like the menu, like the what was it? The meniscus. The meniscus. Yeah, I ended up fucking it up. So like, by the time we got home, I thought I had fucking broken it. Oh fuck! That's how much in pain I was in, and like I was just like. And the funny thing is that Diego had he broke his glasses, he couldn't see, <laughs> and like, I had been drinking the whole day, so I had to drive us home. Oh shit! So it was like it, we were like packed deep in my Astro Man and shit. It was like us. Uh, so it was like Piper, like everyone from the like, Roman Candle and the like, yeah. Vegas homies. And I had to drive us home because I was like, oh, like, I guess I'm the, the most sober one, you know? Yeah. And then I was just in pain the whole fucking time. I was like, oh, <laughs> just having fuck. to, like, work your knee. Yeah. Oh, so man. From Santa Fury, we went to, like, this taco spot right here uh, in Ball Heights. Yeah. It's called La Michoacana. It's, like, the second one they have. And we ate there, and then we still had to take them back to the Airbnb. So I was just, like, miserable the whole time. And then I live on the second floor, so, like, to get upstairs <laughs> was fucking hell. Oh, my God. Because I was limping the whole way through, and then... Yeah, I thought I had broken it or fractured or some shit. That's almost it hurt. Yeah. God damn. How is it now? Oh, we're good. I mean, I have, I have the support on just because it helps. Yeah. I mean, we're walking. Okay. We're almost squatting again, so we're good there. There you go. Nice. Gotta, you can't can't deny the gains. Can't deny. Okay. So, do either of you have? I don't believe in this personally, but do you have music that could be considered like a guilty pleasure that you would be willing to own up to? Or something that like it's like most of our shows have been hardcore, yeah, grind, screamo. But I've actually been trying to get like some pop synth pop. Yeah, was it some pop on. group like touring, or they were supposed to play here? Um, we were supposed to have. For the Blind Girls show, um, Clippy and Primer. So their schedules ended up conflicting, but um, I'd still love to have them again, just because like one of my like top, if not top artists, is Molly Nelson. So synth pop, like I've I've been into her for like. As long as I can remember, probably like maybe like high school. Oh wow! When I first heard of her, and then throughout the years, I've just like revisited. But like, definitely more recently, I've just like been more like into like just listening to her stuff and then her new album that she released last year. And then when I went to see her, I saw I saw Primer open up, and immediately enjoyed enjoyed her and um since then i've just been like down like just trying to like be like all right cool let's try to get some more like post-punk more more dancey tunes you know get some shows like that going on 
I was like, all right, then let's get some actual like like synth pop or like dream pop or like stuff like that. Yeah. Just try to like get in as as many different sounds as we can. So I guess yeah, I guess it would be it would be like just that that general pop genre, you know. Yeah. But yeah, like it's not like a guilty pleasure, but I mean if you think of like the hideout and like the yeah. shows that they've done and the, you know, there's something like that and then they're all like, yeah. like what the hell? People but, be like, what the fuck? Yeah, but I'm like, well, you know, just listen to it. It takes all like, kinds, man. Yeah. Like dance around or something. You know? Yeah, shake your ass. Yeah. That's what exactly. I'm saying. Every good, scre- every good show, even Screamo shows should have an ass shaking moment at least once. Because even then, if you pay attention between like sets, we always have like techno or like, yeah. industrial playing. You know? People would dance. I'd see them like yeah, dance. Because yeah, yeah. like I think it's boring when like you go to a show to see hardcore and in between bands are playing hardcore. It's like dude, fucking mix it up, you know? Like, yeah, we're already here for this. Like play some other shit. You know? Yeah, no, I feel that. I love, I love so much the program. I love program skate shop. I would die for that place if they asked me. Even if they didn't, but <laughs> if I have to go to another show and see Title Fight playing in between bands again, I'm gonna fucking uh, blow my brains out, dude. <laughs> I, I, I can't like put something else on. I'm begging you, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess for me, it's like. I was soft set for like country music. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, what kind of country are you into? Like, do you like like the stagecoach kind of country, like that big fest where it's like Luke Bryan and like Blake Shelton and that kind of stuff? Or? No, not like that. Like more like Zach Bryan, more like Morgan Wallace type. You know? Okay. So it's not like full like that's like like pop country. Yeah. It's more like the the folky country, like the yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. The guy. It's slowly growing, you know, because I was, I was like that person. I was like, oh, fuck country. I'm not this is a country now. I listen to everything but country. You know? Yeah. But, like, it kind of just grew on me. It kind of rips sometimes, man. Yeah, yeah like, if you really think about it, it's like the lyrics are kind of the same shit as, like, the Seenster show I listening to. It's just a different, you just play it differently, you know? Yeah. Just different chords and octaves. Right? Yeah. So, like, I don't know, just fucking, I like it. Sometimes they'll just, like, take the shit off of <laughs> Or sometimes they won't say <laughs> shit. Put some fucking put some synth pop on. Yeah, put some synth pop on. <laughs> or you can't tell me shit because I'm driving, you know. <laughs> but like, nah, just country. Like, um, they just grew on me. I think it was just because I was dating someone chick at one at some point, so it kind of yeah. had a, like she was really into like country. She was going to like PBR shows, like, oh, okay. like bull riding shows and shit like that. Oh wow, yeah, like she was really into it. Okay. Now she's like in Texas or something. Yeah, go figure. Yeah, yeah Texas taking everyone. I know. You know, she's happy, so that's all about it, you know? But, yeah, I like country. Like, not all of it, but, like, there's, like, specific, yeah, like, I have to carry it in myself. Yeah. Like, just pick certain shit. No, I'm with you. I like country. I think uh, there's some really sick country artists now and from way back when, too. Yeah. All right. Um, so this is, like, a newer one we like to ask. What's your most unpopular music take? Like, what's what's something that, if you said it, would get you booed out of a room? <laughs> I've been I've been thinking about this the whole week. <laughs> yeah. It's like the whole beatdown stuff. Like it's cool, you know, but play faster. <laughs> <laughs> like when I when I hear a oh, hardcore, like I'm thinking, you know, DS13, you know, 
even like borderline, you know, like infest, spaz, like all that stuff there. Yeah. Like that's stuff with some movement. Yeah. Like one minute song, boom. Yeah. A minute and a half if you have a breakdown, <laughs> but it's just one breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've been like. Like it's it's cool. There's a lot of more hardcore stuff like that going on. But that's why I'm like, alright, well I guess I gotta start a little little fast course. Time to bring the revival back, dude. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. Cause I could say some shit, but like <laughs> <laughs> you really don't want to, you don't have to. Just like to see if people will be be brave and be bold. No, my my whole thing is like crowd killing and like yeah. If you're at a, like crowd killing and like just like show it again, I think as well. Because there's a bunch of people like who are coming to shows now. Yeah. Who have come through like social media just for seeing it. Who get mad when they get like hit at a show? You know. Yeah. You're like dead center in a pit or whatever, and you get mad when you get hit. You know. You you try to fight the other person. Yeah. Which to me is like funny because you're like, dude, you know what you like kind of signed up for, you know? Yeah. You're in the middle, you get swung at, you get hit, or even if you're in the rim, you know? Yeah. yeah. You kind of know, like, you know, it's a good spot to kick it at, but you gotta like have your elbows up or something. Yeah, be your, you have your wits about you. You don't get to stand in traffic and get angry when the car comes. Yeah, exactly. So I, I've seen a lot of like bitching online, you know? But, yeah. Like, that's been like a thing, which is funny because I think I've been to at least a decent amount of shows. I think I've maybe seen people crowd kill once. I do not think it's that. Popular yeah. of a thing that people should be complaining about it. Yeah, I think it's just, I think it's more like the venues are, you know? Some venues are more prone to calculating, some others aren't. Yeah. It's just also like kind of like the etiquette of like the space, you know? Yeah. Because so I don't think we had that issue here, you know, where people were doing crowdfunding. No. I saw people get wild with it, but I never saw anyone like try to yeah. fight anyone or like try to mash on anyone. Yeah, so like, like shit, I've gotten fucking like sucker punched. I've gotten like fucking clocked really good, but. I'm not getting pissed, you know. I'm, I'm right there. Yeah, yeah. You know, just fucking. Sometimes they apologize. Sometimes they don't. You know. Sound the period when I got my my glasses <laughs> broken. I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, you know, my my face, my face is all bloody, and everyone else is like, oh shit, you good? I was like, yeah, it's just blood. Yeah, I keep keep it going. Come on, occupational <laughs> hazard, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, or even then when I when I got, I got clocked clean with the, during the fucking uh dreamer, yeah, like associate show, like right here. Oh. I got tangled in with some guy who just fucking wham right in the fucking oh. teeth. And it just kind of, it shifted my teeth a bit. And I thought oh. it for like the next three days. And I was like, he's like, oh, bro, are you good? I was like, dude, we're good. You know, like shit happens. Just keep going, you know? Yeah. I ain't mad at it. I'm not a fight you or anything, you know? Right. Just keep going. It's fucking happens. Yeah, Piper, Piper has swung on me twice. <laughs> yeah. Piper, I've seen Piper try to crowd kill people. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the only person I won't, I won't get in if they're in there is fucking Bryson. Oh my god! Yeah. Scary as that shit. dude's a wheel of terror when he like gets in the pit. Yeah. Like like that IHOP video. Have you seen it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. And I and I've seen like I've randomly seen him like on TikTok when they were like the Vegas shows and shit. And he's in there and just like the amount of force that it comes from every swing. Yeah, I was like, dude, if you get fucking hit with them cleanly, you're fucking out. Yeah, you're done, dude. It's the best too because he always wears overalls. Yeah. So you just see this dude in overalls, <laughs> just like. Just fucking just, just mowing down people. Yeah. All right. That's I mean, I also like Nickelback. So 
Nickelback. Nickelback fucks. Yeah, but there's also people that are like, oh, fuck Nickelback, you know? I feel like that's kind of changing a little bit. Did you, you, what was that Nickelback? That Nickelback song came out this year and it had like a metalcore riff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone and was people, like, what the fuck, that's Nickelback? People were like, oh, this is kind of hard. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the tide's turning on them a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what is your album of the year for 2023 so far? If you have one. Or just like your favorite release of the year so far. Um, this year so far. I know there's been a lot of good shit that's come out this year. It's tough. Can I pick something that hasn't been released? Yeah, if you want to. If you want, if you're free to give a little spoiler for people. Heavenly Blue. New Heavenly Blue LP. All right, very cool. That's good to hear. I believe it. The band's fucking sick. Yeah, I was like. Just in general, like since I first saw them at last year's ABR Fest, and then like a year later, they just randomly like messages us like, "My hey, you know we're playing a tour, like want to do a show." Yeah, I was like, "Dude, fuck yeah!" Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Like, I've been been trying since last year again. You know? <laughs> yeah, dude, the Heavenly Blue Venus Twins show here was so fun. Yeah. yeah. They messaged me about asking for photos like two weeks ago. And I keep oh, oh, come on, Catherine. Hold down on him, dude. Asking for merch. It's not right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right you hold a, hold a hostage, man. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I mean, Didn't Jesus Peace release some shit this year? Mm-hmm. And it was a fucking banger. That, and then also it was New Zulu. It's pretty cool. Alright, yeah. yeah. New Zulu's hard. I actually messaged them once, like, hey, like, yeah. They try to play real. Did they do the same thing? No, they didn't fucking open it. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> right. They're big. They only had like 300 followers. Like, yeah. Yeah. Small friend. <laughs> like, we gotta get our management to answer you. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, what, that, that's what Deal With was really good about, like, he like emails them first and then like goes to a DM, so it's like more professional. Yeah, yeah, you gotta hit up the email. Yeah, yeah it's like some of them say it on their on their bio, like oh DM or emails. Yeah, right? it says email, then you email them. Yeah. yeah, email for inquiry. Anyone who's trying to book, keep that in mind. Read yeah. carefully. Yep. Yeah, you're you're more bound to get a reply to an email. It's more professional. Yeah, and they, they actually have, sit down and like we'll go through that shit. Yeah, yeah. fucking a DM you gets fucking lost in the thousands of DMs. Like, yeah, a bunch of you know, just people tagging them. So it's just like they yeah, just push everything down. Yeah, it's true. Makes sense. And most people are lazy, so they're not gonna scroll the fuck down. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I get I get shit lost in my DMs too. Like, I see like I have an unread message and I'm like, where? Yeah. It's like a meme from like three weeks ago. I forgot to open. <laughs> <laughs> then I open it and I'm like, man, this wasn't even that good. <laughs> I shouldn't even dug for this. Yeah. And another one would be pressers. Yeah, yeah pressers. Okay. MP3. All right. Oh my candles. That's, that's gonna be good once once they finish it. Yeah. 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 I'm looking forward to it. And actually getting like physical Roman candle stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think all I have is a shirt right now. Just one? Just one. Piper, Piper gave it to me. I decided she asked me if I could mosh at the program show because 197 Amato was filming it. Oh, yeah. And then she's like, can you, like, would you mosh? And I was like, yeah, okay. That was my coming out of mosh retirement show. I didn't I didn't walk right for a week. 
but it was <laughs> worth it. And, uh, we were in Vegas. I forgot. I I told Dave I was like, oh, let's sit, let's for the new shirt. And I fucking forgot. I, and I had been bitching on their DMs like, hey, let me buy one. Like, yeah. I was already. And I just fucking forgot to ask <sighs> for it. That sucks, man. But they got new merch too. So yeah, new new merch. That's the shit I love too. Is that Piper's so fucking talented at that shit, and like yeah. just all the shit they put out is so cool. She had that collab she just did with the, the movie witch. brand. Yeah, oh, with yeah. like the it's like a the witch, like a bunch of oh, versions yeah. of the witch like cover or something. Yeah. Oh man, that shit goes so hard. No, Piper's really talented at what she does. Yeah, shout out Piper. Shout Again. out Piper. Um, all right. Well, I think we're kind of done. So this is like that space where you give your last shout outs, like anyone you want to shout out that you may have forgotten or that you'd like to shout out again or like any causes you want to speak on or anything you want to say, this is your space to do so. Oh, where to begin? I just want to say like the hideout is just a garage. It's not anything without the people that show up here. And the bands that kind of play, you know. And I've said it once, and I said it again. We're just three people that just fucking own a garage, you know. It's it's the people that come to it's the, the people that show up. It's the bands that kind of play, you know. Because without them, it's like we're nothing, you know. The people bring the energy. The bands bring the music, and at the end of the day, it's just a whole mashup of just people having fun, you know, having a safe space too, where where you can do it, and you know, people just having fun at the end of the day. Yeah. Shout out all the bands and people who've come, you know, who've come and supported us. Yeah. That's the time we've been here, you know? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like, we've made new friends through it, you know? Yeah, like, there have been, like, a couple people that have been, you know, like, all too. I've, I've been there since, like, the first show. And I was like, wow, that's, like, never what I have ever thought that, like, you know, a little idea that, oh, you know, let's just do a show. I'll just do another show, you know, like, yeah. Never would have thought I would have gotten this sort of attention. Just huge thanks to, like, all the friends that we've met, all the bands that have came through or that, like, you know, hit us up from, you know, getting the information of this space through another band. It's like, just crazy that like what the fuck like this band from fucking Oregon from like you know the East Coast is like hitting us up for like a show it's like oh it's fucking crazy but yeah shout out to all the people that we've had because even that other shows I've had other people like ask me oh are you from the hideout I was like uh, yeah like, oh, cool. I love your shows. I was like, thank you. <laughs> I just ran them. I was like, oh, shit. That's, it's like a, it's like a, a nice, a nice feeling. Yeah. But, you know, we're looking for a new spot. But if you have your own spot, then do your own shit. Yeah. But. Or let us borrow your shit so we can throw our own shit. <laughs> <laughs> just hit, hit us up if you need like a, if you need like a backline or whatever. Yeah. All right, there little, you go. Little collab or something, you know. Yeah. yeah. All right. Crew's not done, everyone. So keep an eye out. And keep your ear to the ground. And thank you both so much for doing this with us. And uh, shout out to Josh who couldn't be here, but uh, you know, he's here in spirit as well. He's alive, but he's, you know, he's just he's just not here right now. <laughs> yeah, his um, body's sleeping. 
She's got work early in the morning. Yeah, it's it's like at three in the morning. Ah, oh, fuck that. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you both so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.